Hey everybody, this is Brenda Devine from Purpose 8 Institute, and you're listening to my podcast, Living a Life of Purpose, where we discuss the importance of purpose in our everyday lives. Discovering and living out your purpose keeps you focused on God's purpose. That is sharing the good news of salvation with others. This podcast is for people like me, still searching for the answers to Who am I and why am I here? You and I were designed and created by God for purpose, and we have much to do. You can listen and subscribe to my podcast, Living a Life of Purpose with Brenda Devine on Anchor and all other podcast platforms. Hey, this is Brenda Devine from Purpose 8 Institute. Hey, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of my podcast, Living a Life of Purpose. So today's topic is, you are well able to overcome it. So I took my topic from the book of Numbers in the Bible, chapter 13, verse 30. And we hear a voice in the wilderness from a believer named Cable who has told the children of Israel who have been wandering um, in the desert and they have reached the promised land. And they sent out, I believe it was 10 spies to go out and look at the land and see what the land, the promise included. And they came back. And several of them um, gave a negative um, report back. And in the midst of the children of Israel grumbling, that one believer, Caleb, said, wait a minute. We need to go and possess this land, this promise, like now. And we are well able to overcome it. Um... This resonates with me because I'm living out my life of purpose. And you know if you're a believer and you're living out your life of purpose, our lives are going to always have challenges, always going to have opposition, always going to have some struggles. And we are to overcome those by faith. And faith has two parts. There's a part that we trust in God and we have faith in God that he is going to do what he says. He's promised what he's going to do for us. He's prepared us. He's given us what we need. We have faith in God. The other thing is, the other second part of faith is the faith that we have in ourselves. Many of us don't have faith in ourselves. We're not really, a majority of us are not uh, raised to have faith in ourselves. We're raised to have faith in our family, faith in our friends, our jobs, our money, our bodies, our looks, our abilities, our talents, our skills, everything but God. And we often don't realize who we are because we, are, we live in a faith that's driven by 
what other people say, what other people think, what we have been taught, our culture, where we live, where we work, our family structure, how old we are, what we look like, our faith in ourselves is often minimized or or it's not there at all. We some of us have absolutely no faith in ourselves. Um we talk down to ourselves, we think poorly of ourselves, we're critical, we compare ourselves to practically anybody that walks by because we don't have faith in ourselves. And I'm going to say that um, how you can offset that, having faith in yourself, is one, of course, you've got to believe in God. You've got to, to stand on that faith and trust him. But the other thing is you need to know more about who you are. What is your identity? Who are you? What has God put in you? Have you discovered it yet? Have you discovered your purpose? Do you really know all that is in you? Even a glimpse of what is in you. So just like any other scenario that we live in, in this current time, we had a group of people who went out and the majority of them saw the negative. While two of them, Caleb, and I can't recall the other believer, but Caleb spoke up and said, we need to go possess this promise. We are well able to overcome it. So the question is, what is your it that you can't overcome? I'm going to challenge and say that that it that Caleb mentioned is our emotions. Many of us let our emotions rule us. And I'm going to say I lived that life for a long time, letting rejection, insecurity, neglect, emotional neglect rule me. And that all uh, manifested into so many negative and detrimental and just terrible actions and behavior and thinking. Just being ruled by my emotions, my emotions of anger and bitterness and insecurity and pride all rolled up and one person just wanting to fight. And when you want to fight and you're angry, you feel like you've been hurt. Somebody's taking something from you. When you feel like that, you don't realize what it's keeping you from. You don't realize that the little box that you're living in, you think it's a big box because that's the only box you know. This is the box that you've lived in. This is the box that I lived in. This is the box that we allow ourselves to stay in. And we and, and because we don't know anything else and because we're afraid 
to know anything else, to go outside our box. Because that means we are uncomfortable. That might even mean that we have to admit that we're wrong. But there is something else outside of the box, outside of who I talk to, outside of my job, outside of my neighborhood, outside of my family and my friends, outside of my education, outside of my money, outside of who I think I am. I'm a Democrat. I'm a Republican. I'm black. I'm white. I'm pink. I'm brown. I'm English, I'm Spanish. I'm this, I'm that. I'm good, I'm bad, I'm Christian. I don't believe in God. I'm an evangelist. I'm a novice. I'm an atheist. We got all kinds of boxes. We got all kinds of boxes that we live in. Some of them the boxes were built for us, and we step right into them. Some of them, we let the boxes overcome us because we're, we think that there's nothing outside of that box. And so why even try? Why even put that effort in? I'm just going to go along with everybody else. I'm just going to go with the flow. And we're taught that to go with the flow through stories, media. I mean, childhood fables. Look at the storylines of what the boxes that they build for us. White is right. Black is wrong. Gotta be married. Gotta have children. Gotta have a white house with a white picket fence. Gotta drive a new car. Gotta live in a certain neighborhood. Can only talk to certain people. Only go to certain kind of churches. Only wear certain kind of clothes. Only act certain kind of ways. We got boxes built before we even hit the ground running. (laughs) We got boxes when we're kids. We got boxes in school. We got boxes at work. We got boxes in our business. We got boxes in our community. We got boxes. And we have boxes of our emotion. Who hurt me? Who offended me? Who did something to me? Who neglected me? Who left me? <sighs> who broke me? Who used me? Who rejected me? Who discriminated against me? Who offended me? Who embarrassed me? Who talks down to me? Who ridicules me? Who calls me names? We got boxes that are supposed to be positive and we live in. Sometimes we fill that box with pride. We have a certain position, a title, a place, a position, a class. We make a certain amount of money. We live in a certain neighborhood talk a certain way. We hang out with certain people. We respect certain people. We don't respect other people. We look up to people. We look down on other people. We got these boxes. 
So when it's time to overcome something, when it's time to be challenged, when it's time to be a believer, trust God. We know God good. We know. We know he's a sovereign God. We know he can take care of it. But because we have this doubt about ourselves, the faith about ourselves of what we can do, you might not go for it. You might not even try to overcome it. You might think about it. You might say, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. Nobody in my family ever did it. I would be the first one. I might fail. I don't have enough money for that. I don't make that kind of money. I don't have those kind of friends. I'm getting too old. I'm not the right color. I got too many other responsibilities. I got too many other things I need to do. We build these boxes to ensure that we don't do what God has told us to do. So how do you overcome it? How do you get out that box? First thing you gotta do is you gotta be honest with yourself. We lie to ourselves a lot. We do. We daydream. We think about what's gonna happen in the future. We plan everything now. We look at other people and wish and wonder and pray for stuff in the future present where we are. I had, sometimes still do have a bad habit of thinking about stuff in the future. I have to remind myself, you have to be in the present. Which means I have to be honest with myself. Which means I need to be accountable to myself. I need to be accountable to God. It means I have to be honest with myself and start having some conversations with myself. Start creating some space, some time to think. One of the best things I ever started to do was to, when I get in the car, not turn the radio on. Just have some quiet time. Just to think. No noise. Just to think. Just to listen to what God might be telling me to do. To be present where I am. We got to be honest with ourselves about our emotions. Why am I angry? Why am I bitter? Why am I jealous? Why am I prideful? Why? Was it really what somebody did to you last week? Was it really the person who got your order wrong? Was it really that you couldn't get that dress you wanted? Was it really that somebody said something that ticked you off? Is that really what it was or was that a trigger? What's really holding your emotions hostage? See, we don't want to be honest. We don't want to go back. We don't want to go back in the years. We don't want to, we don't want to think about stuff that hurt us. We don't want to think about who left us. We don't want to think about how that impacted us and how it impacts our daily lives. 
So we push down and we keep going and living and pretending like it doesn't bother us. That somebody molested us. That somebody used us. That somebody raped us. That somebody abused us. So we push it down. We push it down. And think, you know, I got over this. But have you really? Is it still percolating up in your conversation and what you do? The test. <laughs> Were you going to really find out? is when it's time for you to be obedient. I know that word, obedient. When you have to submit yourself to God, when you have to humble yourself and realize that he is God and you are not, that's when you're going to find out what's really going on. That's when you find out. So how do you overcome it? By being honest with yourself. First, Second, reading, studying, applying God's word to you. We can read the Bible a million times, but if you don't apply it to your life, you're just reading. You're reading about other people. You're not even putting the energy in to correlate what happened with them could happen to you. What God did for them, he could do for you. How he healed them, he can heal you. How he showed them how to overcome it, he can show you how to overcome it. The spies in the children of Israel that went out and came back with a negative report, they had issues with themselves. They knew God. God was with them. They knew God was faithful. He carried them all his way. They had issues with themselves. And they were a group. There's always a group. There's always what I call sheep. (laughs) There's always, I think they call it groupthink. There's always this consensus within a group that comes up with, well, let's take this path. That's less difficult. Let's take this. It takes real courage to be obedient to God. To speak out and say, no, I have everything that I need and I will overcome it. It takes courage to do that. That means you have to face your own fears. So those those group of men who went out, those spies, they weren't ready to address their issues. And rather than they address their issues, they'd rather bring everybody else down. And that's usually how it, work, how it works in life. But as a believer, you have to see that and understand that just because they don't believe in themselves, that has nothing to do with you. You are a separate individual, a separate creation, a separate design, a person with a separate capacity of talent, skills, and gifts. Separate from those who choose a different path. Your path is to possess the land. 
to be obedient to God and possess the land, to overcome it and do it. So in order to do that, you have to be obedient and submit yourself. And then you listen. You read. You apply God's word to your life. You see yourself in the Bible. God is talking to you all kinds of ways. In the Bible, throughout the day, he's prompting you. But you got to leave some space to listen. And the more you listen to him, the more you'll find out how much he loves you. And the more you find out how much he loves you, you're going to find out how much you love yourself. And you're going to want to be aligned with your God. Because you're in a relationship. You want to do what pleases him. And the more you learn and submit yourself and be obedient to his will, the more you learn about yourself. The more you're challenged to overcome that anger the more you're you're challenged to overcome that insecurity, that fear, that neglect, that offense, that discrimination, that abuse, the lies, the backstabbing, your position in your family, your position in your job, your business, where you live, How you feel about yourself, what you think about yourself. And as you allow God's word to heal you, your thinking, how you respond to God, how you humble yourself and respond to God as a creation, His creation, as you humble yourself and learn to see. humans just like you in need of understanding in need of forgiveness I know it's not easy (laughs) it's not but it's doable it's doable why because God has given you everything that you need he has given you everything that you need you are well able just gotta get loose of some of that mess you got going on that anger that insecurity once you allow God to heal you from all that mess I mean you gonna have some triggers sometime okay there's some stuff that's gonna pop up but guys if you let him heal you and you get to a place Where you see God. And you realize. You ain't God. You nobody. You nothing. You are just. A speck in time. All the stuff that you worried about. All the stuff that you think is so important. It's not. And you realize you're just a speck in time. You're nothing. You've humbled 
yourself to know that you're here for his purpose. And then you realize that you are everything to him. You're everything to him. He gave his son for you. You are everything to him. Then you can overcome it. You are well able to overcome it. It's no longer you. It's God in you. It's you. Your purpose. Your purpose is what God wants you to do. Your purpose is just a little piece of the story. But it is important. He's designed it just for you. And anything that he gives you, he prompts you, he puts in your heart to do. You can overcome it. You can overcome the hurt from your past. You can overcome the offenses. You can overcome it all. The rejection. Comparing yourself. Thinking you're not worthy, not lovable. Thinking it's just too much. God's got that part. You just have to be obedient. And possess it. Desire it. Take it. Take the promise. Reach for God's promise. You are well able to do it. And you will overcome it with God. You can do nothing without God. Nothing. So as you go about this life of purpose, as you go about your life, and you got all these years, all this mass and this baggage, and what somebody said, what somebody did and how you feel about it. Put it down. Let God heal you of it. Put it down. So you can pick up the promise. Pick up the promise. Every day I tell myself I have to align myself to who what I am and I have to choose throughout the day am I going to be who God says I am and do what he's asked me to do or not it's an everyday choice it's not something you just pick up and put down faith is consistent Faith is fluid. We all have our moments. We all have our days. We all have our times. We do. God is a good God. If you ask, he will forgive you. And you can go on. Don't get caught up in all the stupid stuff that happens in life. We think it's so important. And it's really not. In the scheme of things. The most important thing. Is to love God. To love you. To 
to love people, to share the good news of salvation. Live out your purpose. It means helping people, serving people. You can still be broken and hurt people. You can. But what would happen? What fruit would you bear? (laughs) What fruit would you bear if you weren't broken? What fruit will come out of you when you allow God to heal you and overcome it? If you think God is giving you fruit now in your brokenness, baby, I'm going to tell you, (laughs) there is so much fruit outside of your brokenness. So much fruit. People need to hear your story. People need to hear what you overcame. People need to see you living out your purpose. This is how we show God's glory. By being obedient. Being children of God. Sharing our testimonies. Going through our challenges. Going through our struggles. And overcoming it. So I'm going to leave that with you to marinate on. This is Brenda Devine from Purpose 8 Institute. Hey, I'll talk to you in a little bit. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me on my podcast, Living a Life of Purpose, on Anchor and all other major podcast platforms. To learn more about Purpose 8 Institute and our ministry of sharing the importance of purpose, please visit our website, www.purpose8institute.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and even TikTok. like to learn more about purpose beyond this podcast living a life of purpose you can also purchase one of my books that are available on my website purpose8institute.com and also on amazon